0: Welcome to the Operate Intelligently podcast, the podcast for all things operations. Hi, everybody. Uh, My name is Anna Breeden, and I am excited to be guest hosting today our Operate Intelligently podcast. Uh, I'm here to introduce someone that's a very... Important part of our team. Her name is Tamara Quinata Tinkler. Hi, Tamara. Hey, how's it going? Good. How are you? I'm doing great. Good. Thank you for joining us today. I think we're going to talk about some pretty interesting topics, and I know that uh, you have firsthand experience in a lot of um, a lot of the things that we'll be talking about today. So, let's, absolutely, let's get started. So, <laughs> <laughs> so can you give me a little bit of background about yourself or maybe some fun facts about you personally and then really what your history is in working in maintenance facilities maintenance
1: so um well I'm I'm a triplet fun fact so that's exciting my twin brother and I are actually um the only ones left but but he's my best friend he's always been my best friend Mm
0: -hmm. so I
1: naturally get along with you know guys because my best friend was always my brother. I mean, he still is. So that's a fun fact. As far as history, you know, I always wanted to be a teacher growing up. Did you ever have those, you know, when you were like, what do you want to be when you grow up? And my whole thing was, I always wanted to be a teacher. And I had a teacher when I was in fifth grade that really impacted me in a significant way. And actually recently reconnected with him a couple of years ago, I found him. And I just, let him know, you know, hey, listen, you changed my path of my life forever, Mm -hmm. because you were such an amazing teacher, and you were so animated, and you made learning incredibly fun, and so I've always wanted to do that, Um, and as my life progressed, um, I became really good at being a leader for people, and Mm -hmm. I got into management, and I I took management classes in college, and things like that, and I spent all my free time learning how to manage teams and how to develop people and um, how to be a better version of myself for them. But it was always with the goal that I could influence them and change their life by giving them whatever I could give them as far as knowledge sure. and guidance. And so that was, always, that was always my personal thing when it came to you know, being a manager and you know, having a team under me. I had, at the most I had was 22 people that I had actually personally hired, personally trained and developed. And there's nothing better than when you hire someone off the street and you develop them and you mm-hmm. guide them and you train them and then they keep moving up in the ranks and mm-hmm. then they eventually get to your level. So now it's like the person that you hired, that you changed their life by giving them this opportunity and you guided them. Now they're your equal. Mm-hmm. And, and now they're, it's, they're your comrade. They're your confidant. They're, you know, and it's even better when they surpass you (laughs) because that's bragging rights, you know? So, and I had spent some time in the finance industry in the 2000s and I had my own team and I was promoted to a corporate office position. And of course, everybody knows what happened to the finance industry (laughs) between 2007 and 2010. Mm -hmm. Um, And so When that occurred, I decided that I needed to do something completely different. Um, I took a couple of years to kind of take care of my family and things like that. And I wanted to take some time away from wearing like a suit Mm -hmm. and things. And um, I got really into computer software and specifically was taking classes at University of Washington um, and some classes over at Stanford. And it was just computer science and it was really about that digital forensics, so mm-hmm. it's, it's trying to catch the bad guy when he's trying to get into everybody's computer and take things. <laughs> I was completely just sucked into that whole, I could not get enough of it. I was just eating it up. And I ended up thinking, well, I think that kids should have the opportunity to learn how to do this and learn how to code and learn how to protect themselves online. And there was an opportunity that came over in the recreation division over at Mission Oaks, Which Mm -hmm. is my most recent previous employer. And I thought, yeah, I really want to work with kids and I really want to teach them and and be that teacher, that trainer. And the position was originally for a recreation person that also helped them um, do their schoolwork. And I was working in an IB school. Do you know what that is?
0: Yes, I've heard of IB school before. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, International Baccalaureate. So Mm -hmm. I worked at an IB school, and it was sixth, seventh, and eighth graders, and they were all super smart, and so I had some fun with that. And then uh, there was another opportunity that came open where I could work over the summer, at the same time doing, um, some work, but it was in the parks division. Mm So I did that for three months. And during that time, the irrigation guy saw me and he's like, she works really hard and she's really (laughs) fast and she's really strong. And I've never met anyone like her. So he asked his boss if he could borrow me when the season was over. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, he said yes. And I ended up learning everything about, irrigation, all the calculations that uh, he was taught at Cal Poly Tech. Hmm. So, and we would sit there and and do, you know, managed allowed depletion and, and, you know, things would be broken and there'd be water flying everywhere. And, and so that's kind of where all of that started was really that transition. And I could have never, ever seen it coming. It's one of those things you don't see coming, but uh, I enjoyed I enjoyed that very much and surprisingly I enjoyed wearing big black boots and getting muddy (laughs) and and having you know three different sets of gloves and laying in mud and sticking my head down a four foot hole to go take a saw and cut a big hole pipe and
0: yeah it was good it was fun that's awesome that's awesome Yeah, that's such a cool back. I love that you sort of have that storyline of your background. Like you have these different stages of your life that sort of led you to where you are today. And we didn't do this at the beginning, but we can. I can sort of give all the listeners a little bit of background on Tamara and I. We've actually known each other for a few years. We've been working together. Uh, I was Tamara's client success manager for Mission Oaks and... Um, And we got extremely close and uh, I saw Tamara's passion for data intelligence and making data driven decisions. And um, now Tamara is a consultant for our government vertical here at Dude Solutions. So let me ask you a little bit about like, because talking to you and we had our account reviews and we would talk, you know, multiple times a month. There were a couple of times and then there would be times where, you know, we would go maybe four or five months and then we would regroup and have these conversations. So what was it like working in a field where there really aren't that many females in maintenance operations or even in parks operations? Um, tell me a little bit about what that was like for you.
1: Honestly, it's definitely a challenge. Um, I know that you know, we're in a, a pivotal point in our society where things are becoming more recognized as far as um, the challenges that women face, not only in the government sector, but but specifically in the maintenance division. Seeing a woman in the maintenance division isn't actually normal necessarily. It's still very much male-dominated. Um, and so that in itself, it requires a lot of grit to get through because most times we have to be we have to be so ultra proficient at what we do just so we can, you know, kind of without knowing how to put it a better way, but really, you know, hang with the guys kind of a Mm -hmm. thing. Like we have to work twice as hard just to earn the same kind of, yeah, she's okay. She's good people kind of a thing.
0: Um, I can tell the conversations that we had um, where you brought in your team and you were pretty much leading you know, they were, they were listening to you. They would ask you for advice and they were like, yeah. you know, Tamara is making the decision when it comes to deciding what type of processes we're doing internally here. And uh, it was just really cool to see that. And, yeah. and because the conversations that I would have with clients, the majority of them would be male and, you know, having conversations with you, it was just, a li- the tone was just a little bit different in terms yeah. of, of like how you were leading that conversation on that end. So um right. Yeah. So that was really cool. So I Thanks. guess if you could give any, you know, cause there are other women that work in maintenance operations, facilities, management, if you had any advice that you could give them, or if you sort of, you know, had any particular experience that stood out to you that really helped build that type of confidence that you have, what type of advice would you give other women?
1: I would say that if you have that sensitive piece inside of you, the one that cares Um, I always think of the, the quote, you know, people don't care how much, you know, until they know how much you care. Mm. And I think that caring enough to recognize the needs within the group and to be able to be strong enough to vocalize and say, Hey, listen, it looks like we are struggling here. How about I take each one of you individually? I'll give you one hour, each of you, you know, every week. Come in my office and we'll walk through the work orders, the PMs, dude intelligence, what your stats look like, how you can improve them. Really, I mean, as a woman in that field, really finding something that you love more than anything, learning everything about it, and then sharing that knowledge with people. Knowledge sharing is huge. And I think that when people see how much you care by, how much you're willing to share with them to help them grow and be better, that's what's going to help you Be successful. If they're successful, you're successful. That's the Mm -hmm. bottom line.
0: Yeah, that's that's really true. I mean, you know, we saw that when I was working with you, I saw where you always had a all for one and one for all type of mentality. And it was not because I'm the only female in this division, I deserve this, this, this. You took it on and you were like, no we're all here and we're all doing the same good work and I want to make sure that I am a vital resource to every person on our team and so that was Mm -hmm. also refreshing is to see that you know you were just part of the group do you still keep in touch with a lot of those guys that used yeah
1: yeah I, I do actually um yeah I'll send them emails and and um text messages and even my boss that had retired still messages me and hey what's going on So shout out, TJ.
0: (laughs) Hey, TJ. I remember before, so I was a client success manager. Now I actually manage the client success team. And I remember TJ, right before he retired, sent an email over to me and he was like, you know, she's the best person that I think I could have ever had on our team and in this journey. And I know you even threw him a retirement party, didn't (laughs) you? I did. Are you looking for a way to get inspired about your work as a facility or operations professional? Join us at our annual maintenance and operations conference, Dude University in Raleigh, North Carolina, May 5th through 8th, 2019. You'll be able to attend educational sessions about your day-to-day work, meet professionals from across the country that work in your and other industries, and enjoy food, friends, and fun in the Dude's hometown. Learn more and register online at university2019.com. I have a few more questions just to sort of dive into this a little bit more. Yeah, absolutely. Sort of to flip the coin in the other direction. If you could give any male in maintenance operations or just in this field, uh, any advice? It's like, hey, you know, you're working with women that are putting those boots on, getting out there in the field, getting dirty. And uh, what, what would be something that you could share with a you know, a male that would say, you know, this is what it may be like working as a female in operations management.
1: So any words of wisdom or advice that I would give a male um, Mm -hmm. working with a female, um, don't underestimate us. Do not underestimate us. We are strong and we will do whatever it takes and carry the biggest, 100 pound tool. And, <laughs> and, you know, don't underestimate us. And, and by the same token, don't minimize us. Don't put us in an office chair and, you know, assume that we're not going to be able to hang. It's, it's like, give us our shot too. And, and show respect too. It's like, if you're going to treat a man this way, treat me the same way because I'm, I'm sweating. It's 109 degrees outside. <laughs> I'm swinging a pickaxe into hard pan. I'm not getting anywhere neither is anybody else's with me and we're all chipping away one inch at a time in this hard pan. So if I'm willing to do that, then recognize that and show the same respect, you know, but don't Mm -hmm. put me behind a desk, assuming that I can't do the work. Mm -hmm. I'll get the boots and I will do the work and you will see.
0: I remember the first time that we met, I was like, you know, so Tamara, can you just tell me a little bit about your role at Mission Oaks and you're like, oh, I wear every hat, you know, I am out there in the field, I'm behind a computer and understanding data analysis, I'm teaching the guys how to use the tool, and mm-hmm. it was it was really inspiring to sort of see that you took it on with every ounce of energy that you have, and with every, you know, yeah. with all the emotion that's involved in working in that type of, you know, maintenance is is very hard, it's, it's a very underappreciated field, and um, just to see your constant dedication to it was really cool. Just and so, oh, and of course, we always get, we always got to hang out at uh, Dude University. Yep. Quick plug: Dude University is in Raleigh next year. Sign up you for a Dude to go. <laughs> Best
1: thing you'll ever see. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It, because you live on the West Coast, or you you still live on the West Coast, but you were living on the West Coast working for Mission Oaks, and we're obviously here on the East Coast. So that always was a good time for us to just sit down face to face and just say, Hey, like let me learn more about your industry and about how we can work together. Um, so that was cool. Yeah.
1: It was really great. And it was really great to see, um, to spend time with all of you because a, I, I feel like I called a lot. I feel like, but, but I think that a lot of people are afraid to use that one 800 number. They don't realize, you know, when we say that we're, I say we as a dude, because I'm a dude now. Right. Yeah. But but at the time, um, as a client, not knowing if you're calling too much or annoying people, um, or, you know, because we've, we've got 10,000 other things we have to do, but we still need to learn what we need to for this software. But So if I have to go back into that story and say, these people want you to be successful. They Mm -hmm. want to help you. You don't necessarily have to call the number. Back in the day, there was like the number and email if you have somebody's email. Um, And then they added the chat button eventually. Now you've got so many different avenues. I mean, you could do all four if you wanted.
0: Yeah, we will put a link to our help site, which is just an expanded um version of our resources that we have in terms of uh you can attend interactive trainings you can look at certain videos of how to step by step how to complete certain processes in in the system so we'll put a link in the podcast details
1: I think Anna. if if anything that's the best thing that's ever happened to dude is having real people cuz that's what matters is that connection the relationship that Joan Maddox Maddox. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've watched her videos so many times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, She's, she she was a real deal. So that,
0: it would have been cool to have her here today to sort of like speak on women in this industry and talking on this because, I mean, I'm I'm here. I'm gonna hit my fourth year working for Dude Solutions, and <laughs> every year I'm like, yep, let's keep going, let's keep going. I love what I do, and to be honest, I would have never thought I'd go into maintenance and facilities operations and working with these people but I spent one minute with a client back in 2015 when I first started at Myrtle Beach at Dude University and that's all it took and I was like this is this is great our clients are amazing um I'm excited to be here and
1: yeah
0: I found client success and client success is just my my groove I'm I'm in I'm in my thing so
1: (laughs) yeah I'm with you we're in the thing together (laughs) I love it
0: Uh, do you have anything you want to add or any sort of like, you know, any additional information just about like working, um, in this field or anything to share from a personal standpoint about your experience up to this point?
1: Yeah, no, as as far as, I mean, being in the government vertical and working in government previously, I sincerely have a very deep appreciation for what happens in government, Mm -hmm. um, if anything, I think it's it's a blessing that I was able to be there and experience the truth of government and the challenges and the difficult, especially with the cutbacks that happen here in, in the state of California mm-hmm. um, and my sister districts and and what they're trying to get accomplished with less and less. Mm-hmm. Um, I care very deeply for that. I have a very unique um, view only because I lived it. And mm-hmm. so I would say... You know, if, if anything, if you're in the government vertical and you're going through challenges, don't give up. And don't resign yourself to the status quo and we've always done this and we should just keep using paper. And mm-hmm. Don't resign yourself to that. Be stronger. Allow yourself to grow. As a leader, there will always be those growing pains, but don't resign yourself to the status quo be bigger, be stronger, allow your team to be bigger and stronger. And if that means you got to make some changes, mm-hmm. changing what you, this is what we've always done. Be strong enough to let it go and see it
0: through to the very end. That's what if I. That, if that's not motivating enough, then I don't know what is. <laughs> you <laughs> well, just okay. laid down some truth. <laughs> All right.
1: That's what, that's why you let me around, right?
0: Okay. <laughs> Awesome. Well, Tamron, thank you so much for joining us today. And it was so good to see you. were actually on Zoom. So we're actually seeing each other face-to-face. So again, the link to the help site and to Dude University, where you can sign up, will be in the podcast details. And we're out. Thank you for listening to the Operate Intelligently podcast produced by Dude Solutions. You can reach us by emailing Dspodcast at dudesolutions.com. Check us out on the web at dudesolutions.com.